Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we'll be talking about healthcare anxiety. And normally we talk about health anxiety, but today we're going to talk about um, a little bit more around PTSD around the healthcare. So this is the answer to a listener's question, so I hope you'll stay tuned. And now to today's show. I'm going to read Kyla's question, and then we can give it some thought and give it a nice answer that will help her. And I know she is not alone with this. That is why I chose this question is because she's not the first one to uh, actually write in with this issue. So stay tuned. This is really important stuff because even if the particular reason that she wrote this and the reason that she has PTSD is not your reason, that feeling of needing to get away or not be in certain situations is very, very common in anxiety. So let's get right to it. I'm going to read her question first. Can you do a podcast surrounding the topic of health anxiety? I have severe white coat syndrome, and it's so bad that when I see my doctor, they send me to the ER because my heart rate is through the roof. Then later they realize it was all anxiety. I have so much PTSD over going to the doctors because every time it ends with me being rushed to the ER, and now that's all I expect. The anxiety over doctors is so bad that I obsess over not getting sick so I won't have to go to the doctors. My annual appointment is coming up for the year, and I want to avoid going, but I know I need to go. The anxiety is so bad that just hearing ambulance sirens or even just pulling into the hospital parking lot will send me into fear and anxiety. Are there any tips, tricks, ideas, etc. that I can do to calm my mind and retrain my bad thoughts and memories of going to the doctors? Kyla, thank you so much for taking the time to write this question in and um, actually helping a lot of people that are also struggling with the same type of thing. So although this is not a question 
about health anxiety in the way that we usually talk about it, she has really worked herself up into now focusing so much on her health so that she doesn't get sick so she can't go to the doctors. So you can see how the tentacles of our anxiety can come out and spread out all over the place. You think it's just one little issue that you have or that anxiety is one particular way of feeling. But the reality is, just like Kyla's talking about here, now she is focusing very heavily on her health because she's afraid of getting sick because it will make her have to go to the doctors, which will kick up her white coat syndrome and they'll rush her to the ER with her heart rate being too high. So let's talk about all of these pieces here that are happening to her because it's the same in all the situations. It doesn't have to be just the white coat syndrome with the doctor. It can be going anywhere where you have already had a bad reaction or going anywhere where you have already had a panic attack or high anxiety. Then we start to equate the place or the person or the thing with our anxiety. And then we automatically fall into it. It, We let that become a trigger. And The cure for this is just like the cure for all of our other anxiety, for all of our other overstressed selves. It's beginning to find a way that we can calm our mind and tell our mind body that everything is okay, that there is no danger here. Now that's the thing with PTSD, right? The problem with PTSD is it's very complex. It's psychological, it's neurobiological, all these systems of our mind and body, which are all connected. We cannot divide these pieces up and treat them all in different uh, ways. It's all connected. And those systems haven't received the idea, it hasn't received the message that there is no danger here, that the danger passed a long time ago. That's why there are people who have struggled with PTSD for many years, for decades even. Their mind-body has not received the message that the danger has passed. This is what we have to do for all of our anxiety, and especially with panic attacks and definitely with PTSD. We have to be sure to be talking with ourselves, to ourselves, Reminding ourselves that we are already in a calm place, that we are already out of danger. The danger has passed. But what happens is when you believe that imminent danger is existing, your body will do what it needs to do to ensure your survival. The anxious feelings, the PTSD, the reaction, that whole Uh, psychological and neurobiological reaction is not the problem. That is our system trying to take care of us, trying to ensure our survival, and to make sure that we can keep going, that we get out of danger, that we survive. So while these behaviors can make your life a living hell, but they are not the problem. They do have a purpose. So we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We have to just go back to how we can 
heal this. So you have to figure out the clues that your mind is sending you and then direct your mind to take healthy action on what it is that your mind is telling you that it needs. And so what I mean by that is that there are there are reasons that you are stuck in this, that you are not moving along. For some people, it's just the realization that they don't have to carry it anymore, that there is calm and safety already happening right now. And once they realize that, they let go of so much of this anxiety, PTSD burden. They can let it go. They can drop it. The thing that we want to work on then is getting our mind and body to understand that there is no danger. Going back to the listener's question, she's saying that the every time she is uh, rushed to the ER, it's because her heart rate is, is gone through the roof while she is at the doctor's office. I think that she's got some great possibilities here in being able to work on this uh, of course, going to the doctor is not something we do very often, hopefully. So we, it's not like you're going to have a lot of opportunity to work on it. But Kyla, I know there's probably other times where you can feel your heart rate going up, that you can feel like uh, the same kind of sensations and feelings that you get at the doctor's office with your white coat syndrome. So when you're getting that, you want to be able to start doing these exercises of reminding yourself that all is well. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now it sounds simple and it sounds almost like it's, I can't just have to tell myself I'm okay. Our brain is very complex and the part that you're dealing with is the very basic, deep, ancient brain that is out to keep you alive. It is about survival. It is not about feeling good. It is not about you being happy. It's about survival. So that part of your brain, when that, and that's where we have stored a lot of these 
ancient feelings of being afraid, and they're stuck. So we have to use our conscious minds. We have to use our really newly evolved brain, which is very capable of doing this, to take over and you do the work, the work of saying, all is well. Let me look around. We are not in danger. So Kylo, it's going to be, I want you to treat that ancient part of your brain like a little four or five-year-old that is scared. Now, so the number one thing is we are not nasty to it. We're not mean to it. We don't give it a hard time or beat it up, tell it it's wrong for thinking what it's thinking. None of that. It's a typical reaction that's happening to you because of an old memory of danger. And so you're going to be kind to yourself and treat yourself as if you were you were that young child that needs reassurance. That's what that part of your brain needs from you right now. It needs reassurance. So how do you do that? Well, you start practicing long before you're going to go to the doctor's office. You're going to practice by doing a lot of the things that we talk about here, and we'll just review them quickly. But uh, the first thing you need to make sure that you're doing is meditating. And you know you hear me say that all the time, and it's because I'm trying to get you to find a place inside you that is always there, that is always calm, that is always going to be with you to get you through these difficult moments. And you can't find it when you're in a busy life like we all are. We need to set time aside every day to revisit this place so that we can we can carve that path out of the woods, out of the daily life anxious woods, and just beat a path to this beautiful, calm place inside of us so that when we need to go there, it is already a well-beaten path and we can get there easily. That is the point of doing these things that we talk about, doing them over and over and over again. It's not because I think you can't get it. You probably get it already intellectually in your mind, but we have to drop this down into the body. Your body has to understand from your mind that all is well. And so we do it over and over again, and it gets deeper and it gets more beautiful. And we get so that we can become very acquainted with this calm and peaceful place, and it becomes our new default. This is where our our nervous system is meant to default to calm, not to anxious, not to worried, not to being on guard. It can it defaults normally to calm. We just forgot this from not going there very often. So we love to be able to stimulate our parasympathetic nervous system, which is where all the healing takes place. It's where the calm and the peace lies. And so we practice going there. We practice going there through meditation. It's not easy. And it's not um, always pleasant. Sometimes it's wonderful. Sometimes it's not. It's just like life. The mind, what kind of thoughts is it thinking today? It doesn't matter. What matters is that we sit, Kyla. And this is what you're going to practice doing before you go to the doctors or going into a stressful situation. You'll practice this many, many times. 
You practice by sitting and seeing what the mind is doing. What is the mind doing? What kind of thoughts are passing through there today? You asked in your email, how can I retrain my bad thoughts and memories of going to the doctors? You retrain them by seeing them when they come up. And when you sit in meditation, they very well may bubble up. So you see them. You see them non-judgmentally. You see them and you let them be there. You don't push them away. You don't fight with them. You don't be angry that they came up and, quote, ruined your meditation. This is what meditation is for. It is we are being mindful of what is happening in a neutral setting. The neutral setting is us sitting quietly in a safe place at our home or on uh, your ride to work, wherever it is that you feel safe and calm and can do it. You get good enough at this, you'll be able to do it many, many different places, believe me. And that's a beautiful thing. So Kyla, that's the first thing you want to do. The other things that you want to do, um, you can go back and listen to a lot of podcasts because every one of them talks about some way to take care of you and your thoughts and your ability to see your mind as a thought churning machine and that those thoughts don't mean a whole heck of a lot. They can be important and they can be not important. And you are the one that assigns that value to them. We want to be able to be staying with our wise mind and that wise mind waits to be called upon. So I want you to call upon your wise mind, which is that deep, calm place inside of you that's not anxious. It's not fearful or negative. And it's It is going to be more and more clear to you as you sit quietly. Again, like sitting with the snow globe that is all shook up, right? And you finally take that snow globe and set it on the table. That's like you sitting in meditation. You just, the glitter isn't gone. The thoughts are still there and they're still swirling around. But when you set it on the table, you can actually take a moment to see them to watch them floating around and watch them eventually start to fall to the bottom. There's no judgment on those thoughts. And you can retrain your bad thoughts as you put them and memories of going to the doctors by sitting quietly and letting that stuff come up in you. Don't be afraid of it. You can handle it, especially sitting in your nice quiet place. Let it come up. Recognize the experience Allow the experience to be as it is, investigate it with curiosity, and do not be identified with it. Use non-identification. I have seen many people drop their PTSD. They have been able to find that place and reconnect with their wise mind and have that mind-body connection of There is no danger. That connection, that it's all, then the body doesn't have anything to react to. There is no danger. Often we can be uncomfortable and we think that's dangerous. Discomfort does not equal danger. 
And you can take discomfort with you on and out, out and about on your day. You can take your anxiety with you. And in that way, you are training your mind and body to understand that those things are not dangerous. And when it gets that, when it finally gets it, and you can relax the tension that you're holding in your body, you will begin to really, as you asked for, retrain your thoughts and memories. I hope this has been helpful for you, Kyla, and I hope everyone else was able to glean something from this that will be applicable in your own life. And now for today's quote. If I had my life to live over again, I would ask that not a thing be changed, but that my eyes be open wider. And that's from Jules Renard. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 